All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. How's it going? How are you? This is WTF, my podcast. If you don't know what you're doing here, it's WTF, my podcast. Going strong since 2009. For a long time. A long time. Today on the show, I talked to Ray Romano. All right. So Ray and I go way back, really. You know, like I knew him before he was a huge sitcom star. You know, I've talked to him over the years at different times, different places. Uh, I had him on my TV show, uh, Marin. He did an episode where he played himself, an, an amplified version of himself. I had him on this show back in the day, years ago, when he was doing the show Men of a Certain Age. But he wasn't alone. He's with Mike Royce. And this was before, um, you know, the the podcast. It was before anyone knew anything. It, it, was, it didn't matter necessarily. It was two guys at the offices of Men of a Certain Age, which was a show that I liked, that I thought was good, and I thought was honest. But uh, it's not like Ray and I are best pals or anything, but I knew him. I knew him back at the Comedy Cellar. Anyway, he wrote and directed his first movie, which he's also in, called Somewhere in Queens. Got Laurie Metcalf in it, uh, plays his wife. And uh, Sebastian Maniscalco plays his brother. Touching movie uh, that played close to Ray's heart. A lot of Ray in there. A lot of uh, real Ray in there. A lot of Queens in there, which is where Ray comes from and it was good to talk to him i mean this was like you know we'd seen each other here and there and we were able to talk about our uh, particular paths um and he's one of the most humble nice guys you know especially when you think about just how big of a star he really is just very uh you know humble guy same ray in in, in most respects like way back you know, he was a guy that you know was driving in from Queens every night. He's married. I don't think he had kids yet. Brother's a cop. You know the show. But in real life, him and I were you know very different. I was before I got sober, like years before, and I was this angry, sweaty guy. And Ray was always a very sweet guy, pretty clean, always very deliberate, great jokes, but just a great comic and a nice guy. And I I, I remember. We're leaving the cellar at the same time. And, and I'm like, I guess I'll go get the train. He's like, well, where, where, where do you live? You know, and uh, I say, I'm in a story. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you. And it's just this moment where, like, I could see in his face that he was going to offer to give me a ride, but he didn't know if that was gr- great for him. <laughs> he didn't know to take this you know, sweaty, aggravated guy. But I've always been a pretty nice guy, a little reactive, but sensitive. But but we were just of diff, cut from totally different cloths. But that's not unusual. And, you know, and I was probably high. And, you know, he drove me home. And, you know, <laughs> it was just one of those things where I remember we talked a little bit, but, you know, not much. And, you know, I, I felt like I was, you know, being driven home by an adult. I was like, you know, hey, thanks. You know, thanks for taking care of me. Thanks for giving me a ride. I, I appreciate it. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to go to whatever life I'm living here. You go 
you go to grown-up land. But uh, always a great guy, always a funny guy, and it was great to talk to him. Also, I brought up my my pal uh, Danny LaBelle, the last show. He's got this uh, this one day, one show screening of his uh, of his uh, movie Reconquistador. It's a, a documentary about his uh, his search for his Sephardic roots in in. Uh, in Spain and then doing a show in Spain and it's in Encino uh, at the uh, town center in Lamley at, uh, in Encino and that's on uh, Ventura Boulevard in Encino on April 26th if, uh, if you're interested in that but I neglected to say now this, uh, this is why I'm doing this again it's a very specific plug but he's a mensch and uh, he told me he's going to be there. He's going to be doing a live Q&A. Danny is. And also he brought me a bag of vegan deli. Like he was about to bring me a bag of meat, it looked like. He said, I got a present for you. I said, I ain't eating that. He took a picture of something. He was slicing up an entire side of a cow, it looked like. I'm like, I can't do it, man. I'm vegan right now. I'm doing a vegan thing. And then he readjusted somehow because I, I went out. I was at uh, I was over at Gimme Gimme, looking for stuff. I can't. I got to get off this record thing. But anyways, Danny brought over. He left me a bag of uh, vegan corned beef, and you know there's vegan corned beef, rye bread, pickles, Russian dressing. You know, Doctor Brown. So very thoughtful. So uh, so it worked. So I'm going to tell you right now. That you can see that screening of Reconquistador, April 26th, one night only. Daniel be there at the Town Center 5 and Encino. All right? You can go to Lamley, L-A-E-M-M-L-E.com slash film slash Reconquistador, one word. For those of you who are in the Encino area, I don't know if I've even been to Encino. I think I might have brought... My vacuum cleaner to be fixed. This is the life. This is the life. All right. I went to two supermarkets today and a record store before I recorded this. What do you think we do? I, you know, I am busy. If I'm not doing this, I'm busy. But it's not just at stand up. I, I have to manage my home. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm totally hands on with that. I don't know what your life is like. What is your life like? So I put myself in the position to start fleshing out the new shit. I'm starting to do the scribbles on the pieces of paper all over the place. Starting to kind of pull together some stuff that didn't make the cut for the HBO special as a kind of launching off point, integrating new stuff, some stuff I've talked to you about. But I went and did Largo uh, the other night. Uh, I was uh, headlining the show. I kind of uh, got a few support acts involved to buffer me, because I never think I got the time. But ultimately, between in between and up front, between the three comics I had on there, I probably did over an hour. Was it all good? No. Was some of it embarrassing? I believe so. Not embarrassing like, this isn't funny, like embarrassing like, what do I need to tell you people this for? You know? Seriously. I'm trying to find a way through and I got to start with me, you know, it's the only way I can do it. 
It's talking about the cats a little bit, then talking about my relationships and my fucking mental and emotional problems. But I did kind of, I'm trying to process where I'm I'm at in my life on stage. And it was funny. It's just, uh, this is always the way it goes. I don't know if I got another one in me. I don't know why I need to do it anymore, but it's what I do. And like, I should, I should just accept, you know, I should just accept like anybody else that, you know, you go through a process, you, 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 whatever it is, whether it's traumatic or if it's a great success, whatever the life altering thing is, you got to come down from it. You got to move through it. It takes time. You know, like, so I, I spent all this time on this special. And now I'm like, I'm not in a slump. I'm having some postpartum depression and I'm, uh, and everything requires a seemingly forced effort, not everything, but some things. And I don't know what's going to come or if it's going to come. And that's just normal. You do a big thing afterwards. You're like, fuck, am I done? You know, why don't I have, why, why am I depressed? You know, I can't seem to think of, you know, of any new stuff. Like give it some time, man. I mean, I assume this happens with everybody who does a thing. Now, I'm not comparing myself, you know, but I mean, I, I imagine Einstein, you know, after relativity was kind of like, you know, probably feeling a little low. People are like, hey, Albert, you all right? He's like, eh, you know, I'm all right. You just got, you know, I don't feel depressed, you know, like I got, got nothing going on. People are like, well, you just did a thing. It's a big thing. He's like, I know, but you know, I just don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to, you know, get back on the horse, you know what I mean? Just been, yeah, I'm like, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm kicking around some numbers and some letters, you know, squaring them, but nothing's really, nothing's really sticking, you know. I just don't know if I got another one in me. I just don't know. But you know what? I think that one was enough. And I'm not even familiar with the rest of that guy's work. I keep going back to this thing. Look, again, I'm no genius. And I'm not comparing myself. But like, if you can do one great thing, look, if it has universal, literally universal resonance, because it explained the universe to a degree, right? Great. Then you really don't have to do anything else. You can kind of rest on your laurels. But nobody does. No compulsive creator or thinker, you know, just rests on their laurels. I'd like to break that trend what few laurels I have Largo. So I was at the Largo. I told you I walked away from that show because I put my, pushed myself out onto the ice, got up on the high wire, overshared, drove home feeling slightly embarrassed. And, uh, it's one thing to be seen, you know, people talk about that. Like, you know, you see me or, you know, I, I feel seen. Not great. It's not always great because it like, it's another thing to be seen. Like I'm seeing too much, you know, being seen is something that needs to be kind of, you got to self-regulate on that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to be seen, but you know, keep a couple of things to yourself just so you don't have to feel too, too, uh, vulnerable. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on. But I had, uh, I had Lara bites on the show and, Zainab Johnson and Zach Galifianoodles came by destroyed, killed before me with his, uh, 
jarring one-liners. But he's back. He's back in form, old Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakai. It was good to see the man. Hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, he's one of those guys that I have to, you know, make believe that, uh, you know, I'm good. I'm okay. And, and I like you. I'm not going to say anything mean. Zach Galifianoodles is one of the guys who's always kind of like sees me and is like, oh, God. And I'm like, no, no, it's different. No, it's nice to see you. Okay. I'm serious, man. I'm serious. <laughs> um, but it was. It was good to see him. And the show was great. And I'm just going to work it out. I'm going to work it out, people. So Ray's new movie, Ray Romano, who I'm about to talk to, he directed and co-wrote. It's uh, called Somewhere in Queens. It stars Ray, Lori Metcalf, Sebastian Maniscalco, and the guy from the French Connection. And it opens in theaters this Friday, April 2nd. And it's a touching movie. And I talked to Ray about it right now. Did you go to Silver's? No, I wasn't around, yeah. There were some old-timers there. You you went to it? Yeah. Did you? But you were not an improv guy, right? I was, she was, you know, she worked me before the cellar. Yeah? I mean, I was imp- I was definitely a Silver improv guy. You know, oh, I, yeah. yeah. That's where I started. That was my first time on stage, was the improv. With Silver? Yes. Be, you know, yeah. like, yeah. She passed me. Right. That was the thing. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get into the cellar or, or catch. I wasn't going to wait around. But Silver, like... She put yeah. me on yeah. with all those weird... But did you have to do the whole audition? And yeah, then, I think then, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think she liked me. I don't remember being freaked out about it. Like, it doesn't stand out in my memory as a traumatic experience to audition for Silver. Yeah. You? I had to go uh, three times. I, 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 well, I gave it up twice, yeah. you know? So I, I auditioned for her three different times. Look, I, I, you I, quit? Yeah, I, I, I quit, yes. Um when was this? I mean, wait, wait. Oh, man. This what was you doing? 82, maybe, 83. I passed, um, and then I quit. Yeah. And then then I passed the, the second time at, under a different name because I, I went with, um, I don't know if you remember, but to get a, a spot, you had yeah. to go on a Sunday Right. Afternoon. Yeah. Pick a name. Pick a number out of a hat. Right. So I brought a, a a girl that I worked with. She came with me. Yeah. And I said, if you get it and I don't, <laughs> and they they take your name down. Right. I said, put um, Jackie Rob. I, you know, an androgynous name. I yeah. said, put Jackie Roberts down. Yeah. She, that's what happened. She got it. Name Jackie Roberts. <laughs> so that night I went on as Jackie Roberts, and that's when I passed. So I didn't want to tell Silver. So for like the first couple months, I was Jackie Roberts at the improv. Yeah, and then I told you, you know, I'm gonna. It's my stage name. I'm gonna change it. Yeah, change it to, back to Ray Romano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was my first club, man. Yeah, and then I remember Manfro was the one who, John Manfrotti yeah. was the one who called me one night because I played on the improv softball team, so I made friends with all those guys. Yeah. Even though I was the late nighter, you know. Yeah. Um, but I could play softball, so they I kind of got in with them. Right. And then Manfro called me one night and said, because the seller, someone fell out, and Manny said, "Who do you? Can you get somebody? We we got nobody to fill this spot." It was like I, guess, I think it was a weekend, and I said, and Manfro knew that me, and he said, "Hey, 
you want to get down here? Yeah. Don't, don't fuck it up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that was my first, that's how I got into the cellar. Well, yeah. And that was like, I don't think people realize that the cellar was not a big deal then. Oh my God. <laughs> It was like this. I look at those, you know, I go every time I'm in New York, I yeah. go to the cellar. I, yeah. I, I have an apartment now in Manhattan, yeah. 11 minute walk to the cellar. So that's the only, that's the only place I do stand up now. Yeah. That and Vegas. Um, it doesn't feel the same to me anymore. Like, you know, like I, it's weird with the cellar. I don't, I don't really go in there much anymore because I always feel like tension with no one and the place doesn't look the same and it annoys me. I don't know. Well, you know, it's sold, you know, there's three shows yeah. a night. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four Friday, four Saturday. Yeah, in the two rooms. And, and then a, two, and now in the Village Underground around the corner, yeah. they have a lounge up top. They do they do sh three shows on Friday, and then a, a, a little semi-lounge right next to the lounge. And he, Noam bought on, on that, um, what was it, 4th Street? Yeah. Right before 6th Avenue, there's a McDonald's that yeah. went out of business. He bought the Mc, he, he's opening another room there. Yeah. He bought the McDonald's that was there? <laughs> yes. He's opening a bigger, like a with a stage and a balcony, he's going to build a room there. So he's, oh, so they leveled the McDonald's, he's going to build a whole a, new structure. He just bought it. It's going to be a year or two before. Oh my God, yeah. that's crazy. So gonna, but anyway, what you were saying is right. Yeah. <clears throat> These guys, I remember when we would, you know, they, they would have the help sit in the audience. Yeah. To make it look like a crowd, yeah. So people would come in, and we, you know, you go on a Monday, Tuesday, there'd be eleven people. You, yeah, you're lucky, yeah. And now it's just packed to the brim, waiting, you know, a waiting list to get in for all the rooms. Yep, for for everyone. Yeah, it's a real empire down there. I can't. It's it's. I picked a good time not to go back. <laughs> <laughs> right, right when everything's getting great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's fun to when I'm in town just to pop in. You know, do you and, run around and do all the rooms? Or you just go the original. I do the two. Oh, that's, the underground. That's where I did my, you know, I did a, a Netflix special three years ago, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I did half of it in the cellar, yeah. and then I walked around and did half of it in the Village Underground, yeah. Well, I think that's why uh, it, it's so huge now, because everybody associates everybody with that place. Like, with you, Jerry, Louie, everybody, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's it plays prominently in people's thoughts about New York comedy, and I think it's the only place that is historically, the, that has been there. That long, right? Most of the, well, I guess yeah. stand up New York, but that even came later. It's the only real well, original the place. Sh the strip is still there. Oh right? yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah, it's still there. I don't know. I don't know who's running it now, but the comedy. I didn't, Lucian, I didn't remember even it was Lucian. It. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. The strip is still there. With that voice of his. I guess stand up New York is. I haven't been there. I haven't been at any. I post. think that yeah. No, I think it's there too. But like, I feel like that came later. I mean, when I was you know when I was down there, the original catch was still around. Like yeah, that, catch, that place, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know what was crazy Danger was Danger Fields, which I never stepped foot in. Oh, I, I did Danger Fields on the sun, on Sunday. They would have uh, open micers, yeah. and, and you know who would put me on was Hiram. Hiram Casden. Hiram Casden. <laughs> I think he's still alive. That guy. oh, he's around. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. So, where did you live? You lived in Manhattan. No, I mean when yeah. I first. Well, I first, I mean, I, I gave you. I think you gave me a ride, or I gave you. I used to live in Astoria. Oh, yeah, I lived in Queens. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I remember one time, I think he gave me a ride across the bridge. Right, you know, right. Like once. And we, we didn't really know each home, other. Home, going home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. From the cellar, yeah. Yeah. But um, so I used to come in from Queens. I was married with little kids. And when I wouldn't go on the road, which was, I didn't go on the road a lot. Yeah. I would have to hustle in the city. And I would, you know, Friday night, you do a spot in the cellar. Yeah. You, you drive uptown quick to stand up. You drive to the stand. Yeah. Now you can just stay on that corner. Those kids, those 
kids could stay on the corner and do yeah. six spots on Friday night, you know? At the cellar. The cellar, the Village Underground, the one on top of the Village right. Underground. Come do the second show at the cellar. But all cellar stuff. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't gotta, you don't gotta oh, go yeah. anywhere. Just the, that whole, the whole idea of getting up to stand up New York or or yeah. the strip and then getting back down. I would drive. I, yeah. I always drove, and I was, you know, I'd park where if I can't find a spot, I'd park and I'd get a ticket, I'd get towed or whatever. It was crazy. Yeah, I remember like <sighs> CK and Geraldo had motorcycles, and he started to envy that. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because they could just whiz up there. Yeah. and come yeah. down. I did. My record is seven in seven. one night. I think that's about yeah. probably mine. Then remember the Village Gate for a while. Yeah, was doing shows and Boston. Boston Comedy is Club. where I could. I, well, I couldn't work at the cellar for a long time, so it was really Boston, the Strip, the Improv, yeah. Village Gate. Sometimes yeah. like Greer Barnes had a room up near Highland, uh, Harlem, like really? up by Columbia, West End Gate. I think it was called. Do you remember um, Joy Behar? Yeah, did a room. I forget what it was, but it was this classier room. Was it downtown though, like a spring, yeah. the Spring Street Cafe or something? Something, like, and I like remember in, doing that one too. So, like, how much stand up you doing now? Well, like I said, I do Vegas. I have a in two weeks. I, me and um, it used to be me and it used to be me and Brad would yeah. co-headline Vegas. Yeah, and. Do you know Brad? How well yeah. do you know Brad? Yeah. I don't know him well. I've interviewed him. He's intense. Oh, he's he's, yeah. he's the funniest yeah. guy. Um, well, you know, there's no filter. He's yeah. Don, he's Don. He's a seven foot Don Rickles. You know, is he all right? How's he doing? Oh, he's doing great. Good. But um, after a while, he was a little bit too Don Rickles for for, <laughs> for the, your for, crowd. Not for my crowd. No, I was fine with it. But I remember we would we. Uh, so we would co-headline, yeah. and he would go on, and then I would go on. And after about two or three shows, I said, "Let's flip it. Yeah. Let me go first. Yeah. It's a better show." Yeah. But then um, the the Mirage, you know, uh, had thoughts about him being there, you know, just because. Yeah. Got two. Uh, two. Yeah, yeah, but it was hysterical. Yeah. But anyway, so he left. So then me and Kevin James did it. How's that guy doing? He's doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just. He's in Long Island. He's got four kids now, and he's but he's got a new show on, or no? No, or no just... new show. He's got a movie coming out though that he uh, he fu- he um he's a funny he fucking wrote, guy. Yeah, and now then it was me and Spade doing Mir- Mirage. I just saw him the other night. Yeah, and he was great. He's we, funny. We did it for a couple years, yeah. and now he's he's moved on, and now <laughs> to what? I don't know. I yeah. think the show. He, I think it was too late for him. It was a ten o'clock show. <laughs> Not kidding. I think I didn't think he was into the ten o'clock show. Uh-huh. And now this coming week, I'm in uh, Vegas with Brian Regan for the first time. Oh wow! Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. co-headlining. That's the way they I mean, book yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Manfrotti is going to open up. Yeah. And then you, who's going to go first on that one? Oh, it's uh, you it's and Brian. Brian. It'll be Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but um, and Manfro, Manfro, Brian, yeah. and me. Yeah. And I do that, and then I do, like I said, I, I, it's funny because I lived in L.A. for now 25 years. I never go on stage here. I don't know what it is. I just feel, I feel weird. You should come to the comedy store. I know. I've been there like- It's a great, great place, great I was, room. I was there about maybe seven months ago. How I was it? In. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I, I did the little room. Yeah. The, the, the original the, I mean, room. the original. Yeah. 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 It's good, right? It was a good room. Yeah. Um, and a but when I go to the city, that New York, then I just pop on at every the night. If I'm there and I'm and I'm not doing anything that night, I will go on at the cellar. Yeah. So you got the you got the place in New York. How much time you spend there? I'm asking curiously because I thought about getting a place in New York, but I don't know if I'd use it. Well, you know, that's my hometown. That's right. Not, it's not your hometown. No. Right? Yeah. 
So I got family there. My wife has family there. So, so you go to the apartment in New York, and then you go out to the island or Queens or what? Queens, yeah, yeah, Queens. Um, and we hadn't, we didn't get an apartment till about f- five years ago. Right. We would just come in and stay in a hotel, and but now we have an apartment down in the West Village, and it's it's good. I mean, and so your kids yeah. use it sometimes and that kind of thing. Yeah, my daughter lived there for a while. Yeah. My daughter's living in New York. The, my other kids live here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it worked but, out. But it, it is, yeah, it is a good thing. I, I'm glad we got it. And sometimes you just go to hang out? I mean, I've gone there, you know, sometimes I feel like, let's let's just go spend some time in New York, yeah. you know, if I'm, right. I'm bumming out over yeah. here, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What gets yeah. you bummed out about this place in general? Not, not It's not the place. It's just... Yeah. You know me, yeah. And uh, if if there's a lull and I'm not doing nothing, and and if the weather's okay yeah. in New York, yeah, why and, not? And I want to do stand up, yeah. Uh, I'll go there, and she and my my wife's into it because then she'll get to see her family, and, yeah. and they got little babies now. She's she's got to go see the little grand nephews. Oh there. wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, how old are no, your kids? No, I don't have. We're waiting, man. We're waiting for grandkids. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm pressuring my kids. Oh, yeah. Are they all married? No, nobody's married. One's engaged. <laughs> yeah. And the other one's about yeah. to be engaged. Yeah. My twins turned 30. Yeah. That's freaking nuts, man. <laughs> my twins turned 30. My daughter's 32. But yeah. my, one of the twins is yeah. engaged. Yeah. And, and they're looking for places now where the marriage is going to yeah. be. But I'm telling them, like, they want to get married in 20, uh, 24. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm, 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 I'm pushing them to, to do it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm up there, man. I, I played golf the other day with a guy my age, and he has nine grandkids. What are you yeah. like, sixty-five? Yes. <laughs> what, what are you? Fifty-nine. Yeah. I got no kids, so I don't have that yeah. pressure or the expectation. But how, let me ask you, how yeah. was, how was fifty? When you hit fifty, how was that? Turning fifty. I don't know. Like, I'm not really. I yeah. think this is the one that I'm this paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Sixty I, is weird, man. I can feel it. Like, I can yeah. feel like you know, like the the age difference. Both my parents are still alive, right? And because yeah. the, they had me when they were young, the age difference between me and my parents seems much closer. Yeah. Than, well, r- well, it, I mean, in math, it is close. Yeah, the, it, the, the, but the it was percentage. always that. But when you're younger, they're just your parents, and they're old. Now they're like. They're not that, you know. Yes, but it? when you were when you were younger, yeah. they were maybe two times or two and a half times true. your age. That's right. Yeah, now yeah. the percentage is less. Yeah, that's right. That's also why time feels like it's going so fast as opposed to when we were younger. Because when you were younger, didn't it feel like the summer lasted so longer? Yeah. Because it was, if you were 12, it was one twelfth of your, you know, you'll, you'll, sure. you, you only had 12. Al- yeah. yeah, you haven't been alive that long. Right. That's good. Yeah, that's a good point. And, but man, 60... Saying fifty was weird, but saying sixty, it seemed it sounds foreign. It sounds fake, you know. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, in my head, I don't feel that old. Well, my you look body, good. Yeah. my body, I, 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 I'm getting a, you know, a couple of, yeah, a couple of uh, things uh, notices that I am that old. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm feeling that too because I beat the shit out of myself. I exercise constantly, and it's getting, it's getting more difficult. What's your How's your my you health? Know, yeah, how's it's your okay. blood? How's your cholesterol? My cholesterol is borderline, and I, I'm vegan right now for two and a half months just to see. I want to see how much of it is genetic, how much of it is food. Yeah, so be I, careful with that because wow. 
Well, I'm, uh, you're not, are you uh, taking anything? Are you on any meds? I was on the statins. I was on yeah. 10 milligrams. And my, 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 bad, my cholesterol was like 127. It's not terrible. Oh, it's good then. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, you but, know, but I, I wanted to, or that, maybe that's just the HDL. Oh, that's different. Right. All right. So that's a little high. So that's not total cholesterol. Yeah. No, the total yeah. was, I don't remember, 220. I don't know. But, but the, it was all, so I just, you know, I got a colonoscopy, right? So I, I figure like I'm clean. Let's start clean. Yeah. So I go vegan. Right, just to see what happens, and yeah. I'm on the statin a week, a vegan on the statin, my uh, my LDL, the bad, goes from like 125 to 80, and I'm like, holy fuck! Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna get off the statins and, and stay vegan and go another week, get another blood test, and then it goes up to like 96. So there's definitely a component there. So I figure I'll go vegan three months, no statins, get a blood test just to see. I don't, now I don't even so know. So that's why. what you're in the middle of right now. I'm, I'm towards the end of it. Two yeah, and a half but how, months. But do you? No, I don't feel. How any do better. you like being vegan though? It's fine. I mean, oh, I don't. Yeah? I don't. I don't feel mentally better. I don't feel physically better. You've done it before. <laughs> not no. really. Not like no. not this committed. But I like cooking. I like to cook. So it's a challenging thing, and it's kind of a fun thing to cook for. I don't really miss meat that much. Yeah. You know, it, the only yeah. difference is is you, you're not eating meat. You got to figure out what other protein you can eat. And how that yeah. works. You end up eating a lot of beans and how rice. How do you and get your protein? Yeah, well, you can right. get it, yeah. Well, you get it through beans, rice, vegetables, yeah. tempeh, tofu, uh, uh, you know, seitan, fake meats. Um, it's okay. But, but here's the other kicker. Yeah. Um, because I, well, the other reason I said it was yeah. because I, I had high cholesterol, uh, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. And my guy always told me, why don't we start going on the statin? Yeah. Know? And I, every time I said, let me do it myself, yeah. let me do it myself. And I would go home and I would eat right, not vegan, but I would yeah. eat <clears throat> More a little, fish. little healthier yeah. uh, and get it, get it down a couple ticks. Yeah. I go back and instead, now it was 280, now it's 220. Yeah. I go, ah, you know, yeah, and he'd right. go, okay, but now you got to get it down even more. But then I'd go home and think I was, you know, hot okay, shit. I yeah. got it down already and I would start cheating, cheating. And that was the cycle. That was the cycle. And 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 still he would tell me, look, just because you're high cholesterol doesn't real necessarily mean you're in danger, but yeah. it's not you know yeah. we'd like it lower, you know everything else checks out. Yeah, uh, I did the stress test on the yeah me too, right? Yeah, so that was for fifteen sixteen years. Yeah, I just had to have a stent put in. I, it's I, all I, clogged in there. It was yeah, clogged. Yeah, I had ninety percent blockage. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, and and then so then I went on the. Um, here, here, here. This will show you right now. That's my alarm for to take my pills. <laughs> See? That's where I'm at. I took my pills already. <laughs> um, I got the calcium testing yes. early on. I did like eight years ago. And it wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. Well, do you remember what it was? No. Because mine wasn't, it was the same thing. It wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah. Um, but and So you had a stent, huh? I had to have a stent. I got kind of lucky that we found it. As I opposed had, to having a heart attack. That I had 90% blockage. In know? that one thing or the whole heart? I, in, in in the main artery. Okay. The, the widow, what they yeah, call yeah. the widow maker. Yeah. Know, I had a stent put in, yeah. And then I now, so of course then I'm on the meds. 
And my cholesterol dropped right away. It dropped, you know. So you're um, saying don't fuck around with trying to be well, disciplined. Well, if I if I could go twenty back twenty years ago, I would have I would have went on the meds, you know. Yeah, I don't mind. It's hard. Them. Well, it depends. Look, it's hard for me to to sustain that diet stuff. It was hard. Sure. It was hard. I'm just curious. I don't really have yeah. a problem with the meds because I wasn't on that much. The meds and didn't it was do working. Any, I mean, yeah. listen, some people have so, maybe yeah. joints and this. Yeah, I, I I didn't have any of that. Me neither. No. Yeah. So now, okay, well, now you know, but like they're good with the hearts now. The, I mean, you're going to be good now. Yeah, I mean. Now, but the other fucking thing is, is the, like I'm a little pre-diabetic. How the I was fuck just going to tell you, here's the kicker. So I'm on the meds and it's got me all down now. Yeah. So I figure out oh, now I can enjoy and eat yeah. some food. My sugar level's yeah, up yeah, now. Yeah, I'm the same thing. I'm yeah. in the pre-diabetic zone. 5.8 or something. Uh, yeah, I was. Whatever that means. I was 6.0, yeah. 5.9. Yeah, they. But it's a the, fucking nightmare. I exercise constantly. I didn't think I was eating that yeah. much sugar. It's genetic, right? I mean, it can be, but yes, yes. Well, cholesterol can be genetic, yeah. And the sugar, I guess so, yeah. But, Wait, what's your, are your parents around still? No. Oh. I, my mom, but my mom was 92, oh. and she passed away yeah. two years, a year and a half ago. And my dad was 84. When no, he, that's, that's, those yeah. are good numbers. How old are your parents? 88. My mom's going to be uh, 80. My dad's 84. Yeah. And yeah, they, and they're in good shape and all. No, my dad's was in his mind. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. They get yeah. very vulnerable and weird, and they, yeah. you know, there's no filter anymore. And you're sort of like, oh, you were kind of a. <laughs> is he losing it like uh, dementia and stuff? Or, well, it's yeah. The, yeah, it is dementia, but it's not it's not ravaging him yet. Like it's more short short yeah. term now. Yeah, that was my mom too. Yeah. Oh yeah, but long term is still in place. Yeah. Like, he knows who I am. He's a right. little confused about what he did yesterday. Yeah. But he can remember the old days. Is he still driving and stuff? No. Or no? Yeah. No, he's got, his wife's still taking care of him. It's a very good source of humor. And she's good? She's all right, yeah. 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 But, so, I, I was just looking at your the resume. It's so funny that on the resume that the first film you did was Caesar Salad. The Louis, the Louis oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I remember yeah. when he made that movie and everybody in New York. <laughs> that, that's on my resume? Well, yeah. it's, it's on it's on Wikipedia, Caesar Salad, Policeman. Yeah, me and uh, David Tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, were, <laughs> were you in that one? No, I missed that yeah. one. He cut me yeah. out of the other one. I think I was, yeah, I was cut out of Caesar Salad. That's funny. That's the one with the nightclub in it and, uh, right? The, and and Epolito, you know, Don Epolito? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was like a. I did the music for Caesar Salad, I think. Really? That's yes, funny. I did that last, because uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the other film he made. Oh, the other one, the, the one with Chuck Scar, the black and white one, that was a feature. Caesar's, yeah, I did the music. He cut me out of it. Really? He made me do something ridiculous, too. He made me get in the fucking water in, like, Long Beach, you know, in, you know, to, it was just this crazy thing where he's got me with a megaphone shouting at the waves, directing, <laughs> like, come on in, come on. And he's got me wearing a, a, a necklace of Tide boxes, and I'm supposed to go in the fucking water. It's freezing out. I ruined uh, my shirt. I almost get pneumonia. He cuts it. But then I, I played the final song. I did the music on it. Did he get, Did he give, send you the scene? No, I don't <laughs> think I ever saw. Oh, yeah, I did. I did see the scene. I did see it. I don't That's know if funny. I have it. But then you, like, but then it's like a, a, another, you know, it's another five. Well, I guess we, did, we both did Dr. Katz. Yes. I did two of those. I think we might have been on one together. Is that possible? Maybe, yeah. I did a bunch of those. Yeah. That, but it's funny how much... Uh, people n know about those, and and uh, they made yeah. an impact. It's a memorable yeah. thing. It's funny because uh, I guess not everybody ad stand up adapted to it. You know, yeah, right. But I think ours did. Yours and mine, it's, like if it's, you have personal first person yeah. point of view stuff, 
Right. Like, you know, I did this, I did this, this is me. Yeah, it, and it's conversational. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I got a, a lot of uh, uh, people knew me just from Dr. Katz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was wild, yeah. I was thinking about a joke you did about that. <laughs> I'm speaking about health. You remember the joke like, oh, is that a, is that a lump? Oh, there's one on the, the other, other side. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You check to see. It's good. It's okay. There's another one. Check to see if there's one on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that goes. That's funny. When I, that I did health jokes back when I wish I was. I wish I was as that healthy back as I am now. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I did that when I was thirty. Yeah, that joke. That's how neurotic I was. Well, I know? didn't realize because I, I think you and I have been really doing comedy around the uh, same amount of time. I guess I started working as a comic in '88, and I think I, the first time I really started doing it was like '86. Like when did you yeah. really start? I mean, I I'd say the the start was eighty three ish, okay, eighty yeah. four, and making a living from it was. I got married in eighty seven, and I think that was a, just around the time where I quit the day job and and right. was full time yeah. comedian. Yeah, eighty six, eighty seven. Wild, yeah. right? Yeah, that's crazy. That it's it's almost forty years. I know. Oh man! But That's what's interesting nuts. about wh what you've been doing lately, like you know, after Ray, I mean, you know, you, the show, like, I mean, there's some part of me, like, you know, when I see other guys that had that that experience, you know, they had the big sitcom or whatever, you know, like Jerry and and you know a few other people, I, it doesn't seem like they necessarily challenge themselves other than to keep doing stand-up or, you know, whatever. Right. You, know, like, you know, Jerry's driving it around the car or whatever. Right, 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 right. But it, it's not taking any big risk. But you, at some point, you know, decided you're going to really be an actor. Like, it was, that, was yeah. that always something you were planning on doing? That's what I, you know, before I uh, entertained the thought of doing stand-up, yeah. I, I studied, uh, not studied, but I took drama in college, yeah. you know. Um, what so, you did plays? Yeah, you did Neil Simon sure. stuff, and well, we didn't do we didn't do plays. We did scenes, you know. Neil Simon's uh, probably good for you. Yeah, I never yeah. did. A, I never did a play really. Yeah. Um, and I was a fan of stand up, but it wasn't until I got into on the stage doing stand up that it became all stand up. Then, and, yeah, you know, that was that was my passion. Then was stand up. Yeah, but I always had that kind of bug of you know uh, of of being an actor. Yeah. I guess. <clears throat> and then you know. Could I do drama? I don't know. Um, but, you know, after the sitcom, it was hard for people to see me in that. You yeah. Know? But now, you know who my competition is now? Who? You. You're the, the comedian <laughs> slash dramatic yeah. actor. It's, yeah. it's the shit you're doing, yeah. too, man. Yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, you're you're popping along, yeah. man. Well, it's, it's interesting, right? Yeah. To do it. Yeah. But, I mean, I think you're still a little high profile, a little higher profile than me. Yeah, but yeah. You're, you're getting... Some shit out there that's really good, man. Well, thanks, man. I mean, I, I saw the um, the two lessons. Yeah, yeah. My my agent told me about it. Oh, really? He says you got to watch that. He goes, see, he goes, that's the movies I want to get you in. And yeah. Then, you know, Marin got in it. That's what I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was scary for me because yeah. Well, I don't. I guess you've probably had this moment, you know. But you know, I had done the my series Glow. The, yeah. I did Glow and I oh. did Marin, which, uh, right. you know, it, but, you know, it was still lower profile, but Glow was a real guy, real acting part. Right. And I've done things here and there. I did the, I played Jerry Wexler in the yeah, Aretha yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but with, with, like, I don't love waiting around. 
to. Uh, you mean the movie, the process, the yeah, movie process? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's it, like because yeah. I'm anxious, I'm hyper, and I'm anxious, right. and you know, and no matter what. When you you when you're on set and you're in the trailer and they got it they're like all right we're gonna light and then we'll come get you yeah. it'll be like ten minutes and you know three hours later it doesn't matter how many times you've done it you're eventually gonna go yeah. what the fuck are they doing yeah it's <laughs> tedious man it is I mean I mean some of them are better than others right but it, it can be yeah it is it's weird because it's it it's it's great yeah but creatively it's it's that way you know. It's a lot of funky nothing, and then you get a little thing, a little, you know, a little juice of creativity. Do, and, yeah, you get on set yeah. for a minute, and then then someone yeah. puts it together. There's no kind. Con- lately, I've I've been thinking like I want to kind of do a stage play, because yeah. that would be like to be in it and like right. do it. But right. but the point I was trying to make was that there's part of me that's sort of like, all right, well, if I'm going to do an acting role, you know, where is yeah. it? How long is it going to take? Right, right, and that kind of stuff. But also like, you know, what makes it worth it? Right. Because yeah. what you're saying is like there's a little juice and then you go back yeah. to the trailer and then a little – like that's okay and it, you hope it comes together well. But what makes it like a thing that's really amazing? Right? How do I challenge myself and get – and I imagine you deal with this too. It's like you, you have to look at it a certain way. You know, you have to put whatever you're doing together and then show up for it in those those little bursts. Right, right. right. But like when 2 Leslie came along, I couldn't understand why that guy wanted me. You know, I was like this – you know, there's, a, there's, there's 20 character actors out there. That did, I can did name. You, did he have you read for it or go on tape? No, he wanted me. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. like, but there's guys from Texas you can use. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, 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 how many people turn this down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, no, but, and what did he... Well, he convinced was, me that he wanted me. But, and did he quote stuff, your stuff? Yes. He saw you Yes, in, he liked it. You know, he liked the movie I did with uh, Lynn Shelton, The tr- the Sword of Trust, and he liked uh, he liked the last season of my show. And I'm like, well, no one fucking right. watched that. You must, be, you must mean business. And I told him, but I said to him, I said, like, I don't know about the accent, you know? I, I just, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know about it. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about it. And I know what that meant. He's like, you're going to do it, but we don't have to talk about that. But, oh. but, but no, but... You know, I thought to myself, like, well, if I'm going to do this, yeah. I got to try it, right? I got to try. Well, you got to trust the director. If the director thinks you're, you're, it's, well, you're pulling it off, then that's right. Yeah, yeah. And but you know, I met with the dialect coach and I did the whole thing. Yeah, so yeah. Kinda, you know, but I thought to myself, the point is, is like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm f- let's fucking do it. Let's yeah. take some risks. Right? Have you felt? You must feel you felt that a few times for oh, you. I mean, yeah. I mean, some of the shit I've, I've had to do, you know. Like I remember with um, uh, vinyl, so I was on this show. I vinyl. remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did the first one, and that was Scorsese. You know, Scorsese did the pilot, yeah, and 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 I had to go on tape for him, yeah. And the cool thing was, I went on tape, and they, the 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 response we got back was, uh, yeah, Marty likes it. He's he's he, he's in the running, and uh, Marty wants to know who he is. He's he, he's never seen him. <laughs> And and my agent was like, so he's he's never seen the show. And he goes, no, no, no. He he's never seen the. He doesn't know who the guy is, which was a blessing because he didn't. <laughs> this is, he, he didn't have to erase the sitcom character right. from his mind. Oh, right, right. He'd never you know? seen one of two, three hundred episodes. No, no. Well, yeah. Which whatever. I I can buy that. Yeah. That Martin sure. Scorsese doesn't, doesn't watch television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but and that was great because I went on tape. So when he hired me, he he liked what he saw. So that was great. Anyway. We do the pilot, right? And 
I'm playing this guy from the 70s, a yeah. mu- music guy, and, you know, I'm snorting coke and yeah. this and that and whatever, and that's, you know, it's a stretch for me, but it's <laughs> fun. It's fun as hell. Yeah. And then a year goes by, almost a year until they do the second episode, and we get the second episode, and I'm reading it, and my character has to contemplate killing himself in his garage yeah. and break down crying. Yeah. Oh and, my- I, and I go to my agent. Well, I don't know if I can do this, and, and and this is how compassionate he was. He goes, "You better do it." That's a, that's the response he gives. That thing, um, yeah. And that was the first time where I I had something that heavy, you yeah. know. And I'm like, "Holy shit! How how? Oh God, you're not that guy." Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was funny because the about two days before I was, uh, you know, uh, angsting over it. Yeah. And I told my daughter, I go, "Make me a." A playlist of sad songs, you know? Yeah. And she goes, all right. So she did. And and before the scene, I said, ah, what the hell? I'll try this. And I put the, the music on. Like yeah. I was waiting. You know how, like you say, you yeah. stand around waiting forever. Yeah. So I'm waiting forever and yeah. I put on this music. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's, uh, I, I feel like an uh, an older actor has an advantage because you have so much to, to draw on, so right. much life to sure. tap into. So many things and memories yeah. and whatever. And that's what I did. I put those freaking headphones on and I put on uh, um, Fix You by Coldplay. Yeah. And I'm listening and I'm thinking of, you know, you got to think of the most horrible, saddest things. And I just kept, it, it kept affecting me, infecting me. And, you know, they were still... Ha- Lighting? Not, uh, no, yeah, still not ready. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I'm going to I'm gonna run out of shit here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... But then I threw the headphones down when I called it, and I just fucking kept that in uh, that bubble of of feeling yeah. in my yeah. body, and I went in the car, and I surprised myself actually that I that I tapped into it and I pulled it off. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, and it was weird because it, it like turned a corner for me mm. in 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 that kind of uh, to to attack that kind of scene. You yeah. Know? Um, and then I also. Uh, this is going to sound actory, and listen, I don't, yeah. I don't even know if I'm, if I'm good or not. Yeah, but, you're great. But, you're but, doing good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I write. I heard Denzel Washington in an interview say he always writes a backstory. Yeah. Always writes a backstory, even if it's a small role, you know. Yeah. And I started doing that, and and I, I, I gotta say, it works. You know, it's a pain in the ass. I swear to God, the. I mean, you've written, yeah. you wrote your yeah, show, right? Sure. You, you know how torturous. I, I hate it. Uh, yes. Yeah. And when I get a role that's exciting, I'm excited, and yeah. then I'm deflated because I got to fucking write a backstory now. How, how thorough do you do it? I just, it's three or four pages, two, three pages. Yeah. And I, and I just, exp- I just write that, what the guy's life, how he got to this moment. You okay. Know? Yeah, how he got yeah, to this yeah. moment. But it's, yeah. It's, and that's uh, only because you heard Denzel say it. Right, but then I it worked for me, you yeah. know. It worked, and and I see how it works because you read it, you 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 be you you make a character, you make this guy, sure, you invent this guy, yeah, and then you forget about it, you right. know, right. Once you you get it, you suck it in, you yeah. absorb it, yeah, and then you just it's there, you know? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a pain in the ass to write it, you know. Yeah. Anytime I get a role now, I'm like. Uh, now I gotta write a backstory. It's yeah. weird about writing. You're the yeah. same way, huh? I couldn't like when I oh, wrote yeah. episodes of my show. I couldn't stand it. It was oh, just like it was just torture. like, oh my god, it's torture. Like, <laughs> but I'm not. People... A, I'm not a. I'm not a fast writer. Yeah. Uh, I write with somebody. I collaborate with somebody. You know. Yeah. And we're both the same. We're like, 
we we who's that? We, his name is Mark Stegman. Yeah, uh, oh, he, for the, the movie, he wrote the movie with yeah. me, and now we're trying another one. And he was a writer on Men of Australia, but also Mike Royce. Royce, of yeah, course. sure. But Royce is 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 better. Um, there's a discipline to it, and like yeah. when you like when you're a comic, and even acting to a certain degree, you know, you, you just it comes up. You're like, oh, and you got your bit right, and, yeah. and and it's it's immediate sort of satisfaction. Yes, the idea yeah. of like getting from page one to page 120. Yeah. it's like, oh my god. But it's but even the be- like. All right, we need. He's in the kitchen. We gotta. He's gotta somehow bring this up and get out of the kitchen. Oh, how, do, how do we get him out yeah. of the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. And, but I will say this: it's a good feeling when it's there and sure. done. Yeah. And there are times where, like, you know, we, we toil over shit for a long time, and we come up with something. And that kind of gives you a little bit of a high. Oh, oh, today we wrote this cool well, yeah, one page, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that's good. But like, yeah. even in a writer's room, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare. Yeah. Sometimes you have hours just with, you know, 12 other people, nothing. By the way. Yeah. I, I was going to tell you, um, you know, because you have, you have that feeling about how movies are so te- yeah. tedious and laborious. Um, the most fun I ever had yeah. on a set was with this movie I did called Paddleton. With Mark Duplass, du- Duplass, yeah. and it was it was an outline movie. It was just outline. Oh, you riffed it. I mean, it was a drama. Sure, also. I get it. Yeah, yeah, and you're dying. He's dying. Oh, he's the he's one. dying. I'm I'm helping him die. Yeah, um, and he just outlined every scene. You know, pretty detailed. It was no, a I know. I've, I've done that stuff. It's great. Twenty page. Yeah, yeah, that's the way Lynn did, did uh, sort of trust. I'd work with Joe Swanberg. Right. It could be that. it could be a disaster also. Well, you, you know? got you got to be working with a guy who knows how to do that and he knows how to do that. Yes. You yes, know, like they're editing as it goes around as it goes on. You know, they know I, what they got. Right, right, right. But well, that's cool. Uh, but that was fun. That was yeah, and that was you know, it, and I'm saying it's fun now because it came out well. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it came out shitty. But the benefit of that is like, you know, once you, like if you're going to do another take and you try something, you know, it, you've created it organically. Yeah. So you can sort of build on it. Yes, Like yes. it's all you. You're yeah. not just trying to honor someone else's stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and, and all what was great was that was we, you know, you never do a movie chronologically, <clears throat> but this one was pretty close to it. And it's towards the end when he dies, you know, and I'm helping him. It's assisted suicide, yeah. you know. Um, we had, it was like the second to last day. So we had lived in these characters, this friendship. So it was so, it, it was amazingly easy to tap into that emotion of seeing my friend die. Because we, I was, we were these guys for 20 days. Yeah, together, yeah. You know? Oh, you built up to it. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, that movie, that movie, Bad Education, is so funny because I, I auditioned for that. Right? Oh, yeah. For, I, that, for what role? Well, the funny thing was, is like, you know, I thought I was auditioning for the role you had because they said, well, Ray's auditioning for it too. But the role that I was auditioning for, and I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't even want to do it. I read the script, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It was uh, for uh, Hugh Jackman's boyfriend, and he's got nothing in there. It's like, I said, look, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be gay in a movie, yeah. that, that'd be a good guy to be gay with. Right. But, like, but, <laughs> right. but it just didn't seem like there was much to the role other uh, than that. He didn't have a lot of screen time. No, no not a lot of screen time. And, uh, and yeah. I just, I, I, I said, like, I'll wait to be gay when there's more gayness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they went with a younger, uh, I think so. I, think it I was can't a remember. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, like that movie. It didn't seem to like. I didn't. I didn't hear much about well, it. Well, it went. It. it I, I think originally it was supposed to be released in theaters, but then they decided just to have it on HBO. Just put it as a yeah HBO movie. But it got well received though, and, and yeah, he was, was he was really great in it. Yeah, yeah everybody and was Alice good. And Janie, Alice and Janie. Oh, also. she's great. 
Yeah. She's, I just worked with her. She was in Two Leslie for a minute. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Like, when you're around people like that, do you feel that feeling when you're... You must have felt it, like, in uh, The Irishman. Or, or, oh, or, my God. Where, where you just, like... Because there's part of you, if you're like me... Because I did one scene with De Niro and the Joker. It was two, it was five, yeah. two minutes. But, you know, there's part of you that's watching them. Well, and also you're wondering, do they think I suck? <laughs> because... You know, De Niro, I, yeah. but by the way, he's he's a great, great guy. He's He doesn't, he's not yeah, very no, demonstrative, doesn't, doesn't talk but that's much, just yeah. his thing. Yeah. And this is actually to this point that you're talking about. Yeah. So I had one pretty big scene with De Niro in that, and I'm sitting across him. I'm the yeah. lawyer for the, yeah. for the union, and he's a young guy who has to appear. So I'm asking him, did you do it? Did you punch the guy? Did you do it? And we're back and forth, back yeah, and yeah. forth. Okay, and it's a nice scene. And it's like day two of filming, and yeah. Scorsese's right there, and yeah. and um, him, yeah. and it's you know you know with a movie. So three hours we're doing this scene yeah. on him, on yeah. me, on him, yeah. and we're ad libbing a little bit also. Yeah. Scene ends. Day the day's over. Yeah. And I don't need you know you don't have to pat me on the back. Yeah. But I felt like I needed something there, you know, <laughs> and I got nothing from. From Scorsese, yeah. and 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 nothing from De Niro, but you know, I, I, they the day was over. They're going yeah. home, yeah. And I get in the car, and I go. We're driving to the ho- I'm driving to the hotel, yeah. And I'm on the phone with my wife, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know. I don't know if De Niro's telling Scorsese we got to get rid of this guy, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And you know, he didn't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. And she's like trying to calm me down. I get to the hotel. I'm this is in Long Island. I'm checking in. Yeah. I hang up with my wife. I'm checking in. And then I hear Ray and I look and it's De Niro yeah. checking in also. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks over, takes takes my head and kisses me on the cheek and walks away. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think it's good. It's the mafia. So you never know. But I, I called my wife up. I go, I think I'm okay. <laughs> It was great. It it's was, wild, uh, man. You know, because like I had to wrestle with this. Well, that's the other thing. You're doing big parts now with these guys. You know, like, and I had to realize it's it's a weird moment where you have to realize like it's not about me. This is an ensemble. There's a bunch of people here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't be too needy, right? Yeah. Right. Because like I did that one scene. I spent like a half a day with him. He's he's dealt with a million guys who had three lines. And I'm not, he doesn't know who I am. Right. And I'm just another one of those guys. So yeah. I can't, I can't worry about that. Like, did De Niro like me? He's like, you're just yeah. a, a, online with, you know, a million bit parts. I know. But you got the story. I get, you know, I, I had the scene with De Niro. I know. I you know. know. It just got to, because I am, you know, uh, I am getting lucky and I'm having these scenes with people. Yeah. And like, like I just did a movie with Scarlett Johansson. And uh, yeah, you, you get intimidated, but. I think I'm at the point where once they yell action, yeah, um, you're in. Th- all that goes away. Yeah, um, fuck it. Let's just sure. let's just do it. And you also, you, you start yeah. to realize. Well, I started to realize it a long time ago. If I'm doing this show, is that they're just they're just people. Yeah, I know. And you don't even understand how the you watch De Niro work, and you're like, it doesn't seem like you you know it's it's subtle. And but you know what he does know? He knows how to be on camera. Yes. Yeah. So like you're yeah. watching it, it's like this. He's barely doing anything, and then you yeah. watch the final product. You're like, holy fuck! Like, well, that's funny because yes, uh, that's what I noticed too. You're there. You're in the scene with them. Yeah, and yes, there's there's things where the the gravitas of it, it's not really hitting you. 
But then when you see it on camera and they're on their eyes and all of a sudden, that's when you get it all, you know? Yeah. That's what I like, you know, going from the four camera sitcom yeah. to now to a single camera. You know, in the four camera sitcom, you got to be big. You got to be, sure. you know, You're because you live stage yeah, show. Yeah. yeah you got to be broad. You got to whatever. Yeah. But now with this, just the, the twinkle of an yeah, eye know. reads, you I know? know? It's yeah. hard to make that adjustment because I'm always yelling. Like I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always talk like this. What, why, what do I got to, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I always, they always had to tell me to go bigger on the sitcom. So it's nice to have to be able to dial it down now. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, to use your regular uh, yeah. uh, frequency. Right. So I enjoyed the, the, the Somewhere can, in Queens movie. Can I have this? Yeah, absolutely. This is water, right? Yeah, it's just water. I, it's such a marketing thing. Of, I know. It's weird. Do you need a box? Like they send me a bunch of boxes. I'll give uh, you a box. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched yeah. I watched it somewhere in Queens. I I, oh, I, I cried and I it was nice. Did all the things Where'd it's supposed you cry? to. What part? <laughs> I'm pr I'm pretty easy crier. Me too. Me you know, too. I love crying. The uh the dad stuff like you know that moment with the with your dad he's lucky to have you. Oh, Can I tell you about that? Oh. Can I tell you something about that? I haven't seen that guy since the French Connection. Tony Lobianco. Yeah. yeah. Um Tony we overwrote that scene. <clears throat> You're talking about a scene in the in the, the, in the tra trailer, construction at the end. trailer, yeah, right. And my father, who I've never gotten validation from, and whatever. Yeah. And we wrote that scene where he gets up and says a big speech to me. He, he walks over to me in that trailer. Yeah. And he says, but, 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 and what you're doing with that kid, more important than any of this shit, you know, and whatever. And, and we watched it and it was, he was great in it. Yeah. But it was too much. And, yeah. it, and, and <clears throat> we overwrote it. And we manufactured that moment. That moment when he turns his back, yeah. we that line was not, we did that in ADR. No shit. He's, he's ready to get up to come give me that speech. Oh. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I had to tell the actor that Tony and, and, you know, God bless him. He was so good in that scene. And yeah. of course he wanted that scene in. Right. And I told him, Tony, I gotta, I know you were great in that, but I gotta be honest. It's so effective now. This one little line, it, it, it's more in character for you not yeah. to be, not to be able to even look at me, you know, right. and say it, you know? Right. And I'm so, I'm so glad you said that, you know? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Cause I have to, I keep telling them, you, you know, people are responding to that scene. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all pretty heart heavy, you know, because yeah. of you know the, how much you care about your son and his, you know, his his problems. Yeah. Because like in the turn, where where it's insinuated that you know you're doing it all for you, you know, like this yeah. is about your dream. Like yeah. I I you know I understood that, but it's not a hundred percent true. Yeah, well, it's it's a little bit for me. Yeah, uh, it, there's a selfish reason. Sure. And there's also, but you want the kid to the be kid all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So what? What was the the that was a that what? was inspired by my real life actually. Yeah. The story was, you know, my son is uh, six foot five. My, yeah. My young son Joe, and he played high school. Basketball. I remember you did jokes about this. The last yeah. time I worked with you was that that benefit that you did. What was the benefit for? You had me and Eliza on Robert Klein. Uh, oh, oh, for uh, for Peter Boyle for the uh, myeloma. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, he was graduating high school. He played here at Campbell Hall uh -huh. with the. Uh, I don't know if you don't follow the NBA, but he played with two guys in the pros. Yeah, the Holiday Brothers. Yeah, and it was so exciting for me to watch. And yeah, and this is the pathetic part was, 
I got attention, you know, too. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I need more attention. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on TV, I'm yeah, on a movie, yeah, yeah. and I, and I got to suck this attention yeah. up too. Um, so when he was graduating, I knew he wasn't going to play in college. He was, a, he, he was six, five and they made him a center. And when you're in college, six, five is a guard. Yeah. So his playing days were yeah, over. Right. And so when he graduated, I just felt a sadness that this was going to go away. This part, this thing yeah. I shared with him yeah. and, uh, and also this, uh, living vicariously through him a little bit. Yeah. And then I just thought, what if it was some poor schlub who had nothing else? You yeah. Know? Um, so that was, that was the jumping off point. Of that the was story. The, the seed. Yes. And then seven years later, we had a script. I swear to God, I, we wrote, we, that's how long it took. But, us. But, but, did it take, <laughs> but that's like going yeah, in off and, and on, off and on. Yeah. But it was sort of a dream, right? So, but, but also during that time you're building confidence, you're seeing how to direct a thing, you're getting yeah. better as an actor. Well, yeah. Well, I never planned on directing it because I had never directed it. After we wrote it and we started casting it, I still wasn't. I said, we got to get a director now. And it was my agent who of just course. convinced me. He said, you know, it's too personal. You got to do it. And I said, I don't know. Have you directed? Just a couple episodes of my show. But I was, but, you know, yeah. I was in every scene of it, so I don't right. really consider yeah. it the real experience. Did but you? it was single camera, so, yeah. yeah but, but you get I don't, a good d DP. Yeah, but that's right. what I mean. I didn't know a lens from a freaking... Yeah, 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 sure. And he said, you surround yourself with good people and, and you worry about the story and the acting. You know? so, so in the yeah. writing of it, yeah. you know, how did, how did it, you know, because it, it, it's not like uh, your life. I mean, I could see the dynamic there's, between you and the kid. No, there's, there's, I took things from my life. My wife is a breast cancer survivor. You know, my, my other kid. How's she doing? Good? She's great. Ten, good. ten years okay. clean already. Good. Um, my son struggles with anxiety, yeah. you know, so yeah, little snippets of that. And, you know? you, and, and, and the world, the Italian yeah. world yes. is, of course, I grew up Italian in Queens, but I didn't grow, uh, I didn't, that wasn't the world I was writing about. I was writing about the world I married into. Um, this was my wife's side of the family that, you know, her parents were right off the boat. Oh, really? And yes, and they didn't speak English. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. everything is a, you know, a confirmation becomes a wedding. A yeah, communion yeah. becomes a wedding. Right. You know? Uh, oh, that's funny. And so I said, I want to, and you know, they're big and loud and, and yeah. food and love. And, yeah. And I just you didn't said, come from that? Not really, no. My parents were born here. They, my mom spoke Italian. My, her parents were from... Uh, from Italy, but, yeah. but it wasn't really that traditional yeah. Italian household. Um, but you knew the area. Where'd you shoot it? Queens, yeah. yeah. We shot it in Queens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my hometown. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I wanted it to be specific to that universe, you know? And, uh -huh. and of course, I've, you make it about something, but then it's universal anyway, because it's about family, so. Right, and yeah. you know, and I thought there was some, there was a, a, a there's honesty to the thing, your vulnerability because of your own sort of, uh, you know, place in the family, you know, you're the, the, yeah. the, 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 the son that, you know, just can't keep it together right. really, you know, but you know, but for the family, you have a lot of emotions. You got Sebastian playing your brother. Yeah. Maniscalco plays yeah, my yeah. obnoxious younger brother. Yeah. And With who, his, who's running the company kind of. Yeah. Right. And treating you like shit. And yeah. the, but you know who was great is his kids. Yeah, his kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they they had more to do too. It's it's funny what in editing. Perfect. Once you get into yeah. editing, man, editing is unbelievable. It's it's, it's I like the whole thing I like happens. editing. Oh yeah, I like. It. I mean, it's tedious and also, but it's a it's, it's where you right. can create. If and you run. shoot enough, you got a lot of choices. Yeah, yeah. And things happen. 
Yeah, but you what you can make and what you can twist around and uh, it's, it's wild, right? It is really it, it is so important, man. I mean, that's obvious to say that, but God, it's amazing what you can do in an editing room. Yeah. But I thought that, like, you know, you made choices, you know, to, uh, it's kind of interesting because, you know, he's got the girlfriend, he's not your son, he's a virgin, and then, you know, that happens, but you don't show it. You just see, you know, it yeah. ha- you know, it's it, not that you were going to show it. Sex, you mean? The yeah, sex yeah. In the it, car, but you yeah. can't show it, but it was kind of interesting. Like, yeah. you know, it's like they, it starts, they kiss, and then it's like, you know, he's, it's happened. <laughs> he's better. Well, it was probably that quick anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a virgin, right? Right, right, yeah. right. It was yeah. fu- it's funny that that kid, you know, because that kid in real life, yeah. the kid who plays my son, yeah. we gave him bangs, you know, to make him look a, a little bit like Dorkier. A, a naive, innocent yeah. Oh, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in real life, he looks like he's a stud-looking kid. Yeah, you know? he's, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, he's a great basketball player. Um but I was like, how do? We, but he was the best one to read when he read, you know. And I was like, and he, and he could play basketball. You know how hard it is to find a good actor who plays basketball. Really, you, you can't do it. You can't do no it. No kidding. Yeah, and like originally we wrote him as a as a six foot five kid. Yeah, and we started looking at guys, and we like after we quickly said, okay, drop that idea. Yeah, we'll make him six feet. He's he's shorter than me. That kid. We put yeah. him. We put him in shoes. You know. Yeah. Um, and and we would we would narrow it down to like ten. 10 guys and then we would say can you go on camera uh playing basketball for five minutes can you show us what you yeah. can do with a basketball because they all said they could play yeah and they would send a tape and within five seconds we would see this kid's never played basketball in his life. oh really yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but, they, but they went ahead and made the tape yes yes <laughs> but this kid really could play and, yeah you know and that was we only have one really one big scene but it's got to be believable that he can get a scholarship of some kind you know sure of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but uh yeah he was uh and he was driving for postmates when we told him uh, he got the role that kid oh really jacob yeah. he's out here he is here yeah. what's his name jacob ward yeah uh. he's a great kid yeah, yeah i thought like it was kind of there was a couple moments i thought like uh like were interesting and and you know like i mean there's the main story points but even the scene with the with the widow whose house you're working on yeah, you know true. when you're having a meltdown and yeah. you go over there and you almost you know she wants to sleep with you you get very close but i thought the the great beat was the next day where she's pissed off and yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. no it's a person i don't know she's, yeah she's just lonely <laughs> she's just lonely <laughs> Jennifer Esposito, yeah, she was yeah. she was really good in that, yeah. And yeah. Manfredi's in it. Manfredi, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the sister too was really good. They, oh, she's great. Yeah, and team. I I saw Eric Griffin the other night. Oh you yeah, know, Eric funny. Griffin. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's. I'm going to see him. We're 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 having a an L A screen. You know, it's it's premiering in New York uh, on the 17th. Where in Queens? In no, nah. it's in Manhattan. Um, but we're having an L.A. showing uh, this Monday night. Eric uh, Eric Griffin hasn't seen the movie yet. He so. hasn't? I told him yeah. it was good. He's good. Yeah. Oh, good, good. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's fun, yeah, yeah. He, we gave him the role. It's funny because we gave him the role. I wanted him for the role. Mm. And then they told me um, they have to make it a New York hire because it'll cost too much because he's an L.A. hire. You yeah. Know? So we... We were going to cast this other actor, Mo Hammer. Mo, uh, do you know this comic? Uh, Mo, Mo, Mo Mandel? Mo Amir. Amir? A-M- I think it's something like A-M-E-R. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mo Amir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a big act. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But some, something happened where he couldn't do it. So, yeah. so we went back to Eric. And Eric, when he got there, his clothes 
said Mo on them. That there was a tag that said Mo yeah, on it. Yeah. So on his podcast, Eric told the story about, you know, I meet Ray Romano and he says, you are a first choice. Then I get there and I see Mo, the, the name Mo, and I go, that's Hollywood, man. They tell you you're first choice. And I had a, I got to call Eric. I go, no, 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 no. You were our first choice, man. You got to oh, believe yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mo was the second choice. And then you had to come then back. Then we had to go back to Eric. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah, but you thought I was showbizing him, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that you were, I, I, like... Be, you did a little television before uh, Ray, but I just read a thing that you were cast on 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 news radio. Yeah, uh, you didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that's old story, huh? I was fired. Yeah, yeah, and Joe Rogan Joe got Rogan, the part. Joe Rogan took my place. Yeah, uh, I was fired on day two of rehearsal. Huh? Yeah, yeah I was a nothing actor. Just, I mean, a comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was making, you know, it was eleven years in. Yeah, and it was just like what you said, where the guy wanted you. Yeah. The uh, Paul Sims was yeah. the showrunner, yeah. and he wanted, he just wanted me. He yeah. saw my, maybe he saw my HBO special yeah, or something, yeah. and I came in and read, and he cracked up, and, and then I left. He goes, you got the role. And, and you know, I didn't really believe him, and then they flew me out to L.A. I was living, I had three little kids. Yeah. And I read for the studio and uh, blah, 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 and then we did a table read. But each time, it like the, the audition that I did for Paul Sims was so good. Yeah. And each time it went down a notch, like at the at the audition for the uh, for the um, studio studio, yeah, wasn't as good, yeah. And then the table read, not quite as good. <laughs> and then we started rehearsing, <laughs> and you knew this show was going to go. It was uh, yeah. Dave Foley, it was Hartman. Phil Hartman, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maura Tierney, um, and I was going to get paid. I remember they said oh, you're going to get eight thousand an episode, and I called my wife, and we were going crazy, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and then I we heard we rehearsed today you know and and it's uh, with the great director Burroughs Jim yeah. Burroughs yeah and Andy Dixon it yeah. also yeah and we're at living a little and I I think it's going good but I I'm telling you I'm being totally truthful in my gut yeah I felt like uh, I'm just not miss I'm fouling these off you know I'm yeah. not really yeah doesn't feel right you yeah. know but. Whatever, everybody was laughing and this and that. Yeah. And the next morning, the second day of rehearsal, my at the hotel, my manager calls me at 6.30, you know. And, you know, the phone rings, and as soon as I, he says hello, I yeah. know. Yeah, and it's he, over. And it was the old line. He said, they're going in another direction. Uh, you know? Yeah. Who's uh, your manager? Rory Rosegard. Still, right? Yeah. How's yeah. that guy doing? He's good, yeah. He's doing good. You know him? Yeah. Sure. I mean, I know him like, you know, years ago, I've met him here and there. He's got like you and three guys, right? Does he still have Klein? He's got Brian Regan. I don't know if he has Klein anymore. Yeah. Uh, But but, but he's Klein forever, right? He had Klein for a long time. Yeah. And he had David Brenner once. Yeah. 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 So it's you and. uh, But it's funny. So so Rogan takes my place. Yeah. And now. you know, we all did okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say everybody did all right. We all did end, ended up okay. Yeah. So what's the future of this movie? How's it going to go? Are you going to do a, a run in the theaters, oh, and then yeah. where does it go? It goes in theaters on the 21st, um, and it's 700 theaters, and then if, you know, they might expand it the yeah. second week, the third week, and then it goes to Hulu uh, after that, but... Who knows, man? This is scary, Bill. Why is up. it scary? Because we're coming down to finding out, you know, if people I, like it. The, yeah, I mean, the the we've we've been at festivals and they've they've done great. Yeah, it was a Tribeca. It was this, 
but I always tell, you know, I tell Stegman, my writing partner, yeah. I go, you know, the, the real test is people who go in and pay money to go see it, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see what happens. You well, know? I mean, so, it, but it opens, when is it? When? Uh, Next twenty, week? The 21st. So, so there, you haven't seen any reviews or anything yet? Yeah, we've got, at Tribeca, we got 10 reviews. And yeah. They're, they're all, you know, we're, we're 100% so yeah. far on Rotten Tomatoes. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm happy that it's being received well. But uh, in this business, uh you know, you just got to wait and but, see. But, yeah, for, right, for the money, right. But, you know, sometimes being reviewed well means something, you know? Yeah, Yeah, no. but... Um, no, it is reviewed well. I'm, I'm, I'm not selling my own movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If the PR people were here now, they'd be... Ray doesn't know how he feels about it. Go yeah, see no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, did you get the directing bug? I mean, is it something you want to do again? Um, or no? I would do it again if I wrote it. If I wrote something, yeah. because it was a, it was leading up to the day one was horrible. It was nine weeks of prep, and I was I had to go for a stress test. I was getting chest pains. Yeah, I was seeing. Oh, that's when you were having that? No, no, this was this. No, no, I got. I have had stress tests for a long time. You know, I've I've been on that treadmill, but this was that particular when we went to New York to start the prep. Yeah. I was so nervous about taking on this directing thing. Yeah. That, uh, on day two, I had to go to my cardiologist. But you already had the stent. I've had the stent already. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had the stent for yeah. two two years yeah. now already, yeah. Um, and everything checked out. It yeah. was all in my head, you know. But my, my agent on I, I, on night one, I told him, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. It's nine yeah. weeks of prep, and I fucking can't get through the first night, you know. Oh, and, boy. And, and he said, just calm down. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, and but 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 day one of directing, yeah, it, it's like acting, man. Once yeah. you say action, it all kind of goes away. Yeah. And having said that, now I I think I would do it again if I wrote if I wrote something. Yeah. Like weirdly, I've been getting offers just because they haven't even seen it, but yeah. they heard I directed sure, something. Sure, yeah. So I've been getting these odd little offers yeah. to direct these screens, and I, I I nothing against the scripts. The scripts are fine, but. I, I have no desire. It's not my passion. I'm not. I'm not uh, uh, organically uh, uh, consumed by that story. Sure. You know? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I was with this one. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's their vision and all. I mean, I guess you could make it. I, I guess if the right script came along, where I just totally uh, uh, every word spoke to me. Yeah. Maybe, but right now, you know, we're we're starting to write script number two already. Is it another Queens based thing? I don't know. It's no. it's a it's a dude that's my age. Yeah, you're gonna play the guy. <laughs> that's the that's the plan so yeah. far. Yeah. Different dude. You gotta write. You gotta write your own roles. Sure. You get to a certain age. Different guy. <laughs> different type of guy. I'm getting more roles now. I think I've aged into, like, I'm at that age where now they can make me the the father of the 25-year-old yeah. or the 30-year-old, you know, right. before I was kind of in between. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. You, yeah. now you're the real dad. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The older dad, you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, great to talk to you. Good to see you. All right, man. Can you fix it? Involve that talk? <laughs> yeah, the talk. <laughs> we'll tighten it up. Yeah. <laughs> How much time did we do? How much can you cut out yeah, of it? We did uh, one eight, 108, right, hour so, eight. So you cut eight minutes? Is yeah, it? Does it have up. to be an hour? <laughs> No, it would be whatever we want. It was great, man. It's good to talk to you again. All right, man. There you go. Me and Ray. 
talking about the acting and stuff. Somewhere in Queens opens this Friday, April 21st, and uh, it's worth a watch. Hang out for a minute, people. If you want to hear the last time Ray was on, you got to go all the way back to episode 113 from 2010. That's when I talked to Ray and the co-creator of Men of a Certain Age and also a writer on uh, Everybody Loves Ray, Mike Royce. What I did once, I told you this story. I remember in New York when I was living in New York, and it was like 10 degrees out. And I drove past an old woman by a bu- at a bus stop. And this was like about 10 o'clock at night. So the buses aren't coming frequently. This is in Queens. And I, she was an old woman. 10 degrees, maybe 15 degrees. And I'm driving somewhere and I'm like, I see her, you know. And I think to myself, that woman could die tonight. At 15 degrees, she's 80-something years old. I go, on my conscience, I go, I got to go back and make sure because whatever. So I go around the block and I open my window as I drive by and I just go, uh, are you okay? And she's a little startled, you know? Like, well, who's this guy talking yeah. to? And she goes, what? What? And I go, are you okay? It's very cold out. You okay? And she goes, yeah, yeah. And she's, you know, she doesn't know, creepy guy talking to her. Yeah. And I saw that I startled her. So I drove, I drove away. I go, all right, she said she was okay. And then I started thinking, I just startled her in 15-degree weather. <laughs> yeah, what if she's having a, 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 if her heart's skipping beats? So I had to go around again and just make sure she calmed down. And I went around again, and she saw me go around again. So now I'm fucking stuck going around the block for all night. And now you're frightening her. Until the bus comes. And, and, yeah, yeah and, and for the rest of that, for the rest of that week, she's hoping that you don't show up in front of her house. Yeah. If you want that episode and every other episode of WTF ad-free, sign up for WTF+. Plus. Just go to the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus. Less Paul Custom. No effects. Tubes.
Boomer lives. Monkey and LaFonda and the cat angels everywhere.